podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. to the AI Fantasy Football Show. I'm your host, as usual, Guy Drinkle. And joining me are my two usual guests, who we figured out just by the Skype call that we haven't been the usual guests for two months now. Well, I'll introduce them. Jay, how are you doing? Yes, I'm back. I've had a good week and I'm back. Um, well, yeah, work's sort of getting in the way um, at the moment. So, as I said to you before, I will try and get on a little bit more frequent than what we have been, but given everything that's going on in the world, we've just got to sort of squeeze in pods here and then whatever we can. But I've had a good week, so I was making sure I was on this week. Good man. Good man. And I've had an all right week as well, so I was happy to do the podcast. Of um, course. And Simon, how are you doing? Yeah, pretty good as well. I had a pretty good week amongst the madness and um, just enjoying the chaos that is fancy football and trying to move all my points away from the back line because no one can keep a clean sheet anymore apart from West Brom <laughs> which is interesting that, that shouldn't be how it works <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's get into this then um, I suppose we have to start with us and it's we won't delve into the Merseyside Derby too much because it, it's been done to death and we know the incompetence and of both referees and Jordan Pickford as a footballer. Um, but, Jay, I mean, obviously with the Virgil van Dijk injury, the defence is going to be weaker. But the defence wasn't that good anyway in recent times. But more of a question mark we, we think to discuss before we start recording, Jay, was Trent Alexander-Arnold isn't getting the returns of a seven-and-a-half defender. Um, so with the added defensive fragility and lack of options there now does Trent become a big question mark for most people in the short yes given his fantasy price um, seven and a half million at the start of the season was what we deemed probably fair given his his return um, in usually clean sheets and assists being high on both uh, categories but this season We've kept one clean sheet away at Chelsea. Um, his point return across the season, one point against Leeds, seven against Chelsea, seven against Arsenal because he got an assist. Uh, minus one against Villa because everyone should have been minus one for that performance. And one against Everton. Um, so, if you're like me and the other 37.4% of people who've got him, you probably are questioning, is it worth the cost? Um Probably not, but if you look ahead on paper, which we often like to do at our future fixtures, our next two fixtures in the league are at home to Sheffield United and West Ham. And if all reports are to be believed, Allison should be back between the sticks um, for the West Ham game. And then we play Man City, Leicester, Brighton, Wolves. Like That takes us roughly into December. Um, mm-hmm. Four of those... Seven, uh, six fixtures at a home so you'd like to think Klopp's going to try and get it drummed into the lads that we, we need to bolt up at the back and nail down the door a bit more especially with Verge being out but from a fantasy point of view I think if we don't keep a clean sheet against Sheffield United then I imagine the amount of people who do select them might drop quite considerably as we said pre-pod if you are looking to sort of save some cash somewhere then there will be a lot more value for money in terms of defenders out there. Yeah, and Simon, just just if it does become more of an issue than it is at the minute, I mean, it's already developing into a big issue for me personally. Is it the fact he's not returning that much as well is the problem? Because I, I think Robertson's only one return higher. I think he's got a goal and an assist where Trent doesn't have the goal. Um, but for just on the eye test, I think Robbo looks more attacking now. Maybe it's because yeah. we're trying to free up more on that side. We saw Henderson was a lot more attacking on that side um, in in the derby. So maybe Trent 
more of a deep playmaker rather than what he what he was last season. So, uh, firstly, is Ro- is Robbo a better option now, and you're saving point four it is now, or if our defense crumbles more, do we look elsewhere? And is there any team in particular you'd look at? I probably would say actually that Robertson is the better pick between the two, um, and he's cheaper. So does I think if I was on a wild card and I wanted one of our back person um, at the back, I'd probably look to one of them. Although there is the option now of of hopping onto Matty for five point four, even if you mm-hmm. wanted to go cheaper, but he doesn't really have. I mean, he's not bad in the air, and he had a pretty good header there against Everton, but I. Again, I just think 5.4 is quite a lot still for person when you're... I mean, I think most of us would pick Trent or or Robertson for both their attacking returns and their defensive returns. And now mm-hmm. we're only really going to be looking at their attacking returns realistically. I mean, you both mentioned our issues at the back. Even with Van Dyke, even with Van Dyke and Allison, we didn't look that good at all. So it's definitely going to get worse than that. So you're really depending on those attacking returns. And the only thing about Trent, I'll say for him, is he's still taking direct free kicks, which Andy Robertson isn't. And he did have two against Everton. One was pretty. The nice one was just a little bit past uh, the post. So, I mean, that is the only thing that he really has at the moment that's in his advance. But I don't think that's enough to warrant the price and just his his personal form. And as you mentioned, he does seem to be quite deep compared to what we've seen. So I don't know if it's that tactical issue that we're trying to almost take the focus away from him to give teams something else to think about or if it's teams know that he's our main playmaker and he's being forced back a lot more um, that's something that we're just almost using to our advantage to just let him be pushed back and then attack down the left instead so I mean it's there's a lot of different things there at play and in terms of the, F, the FPL point of view on it I don't think currently he's worth the money and I guess the problem that we all have as owners is that he has probably his best fixture next. So it's hard. Is this the right time to get rid of him now? I mean, you pretty much bank on us getting a clean sheet next weekend. But who knows? I mean, you think that we would. So it's just it seems like a really hard time to get rid of him now. But he's probably going to drop in price. And then if he returns next week you might be tempted to hold him one more week and you kind of start falling into that pit so like my feeling of it right now is I'm looking to move as much money away from my back line with the way the matches have been and I think with Trent I might just have to get rid and uh, understand that I'm probably that he probably will have a few nice returns here or there and that I'm just going to have to hope that the people I can bring in in attack can kind of make up for his, for any returns that he does have. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's personally a problem for me. I I was looking at the Robbo switch before the Van Dyke injury anyway. Um, but this this kind of screws the pooch a bit more. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Like, I think I think Gomez is five five ish as well, isn't he? Um, so if we want to if we want to keep the Liverpool asset. But if we're not getting the attacking returns, I think Gomez is probably the best one. Gomez is five four as well, who's only got four points somehow. Jesus, um, because you mentioned Matip there, he's probably more of a threat, but is made out of crisps, so he'll probably miss one game and play two, or <laughs> probably even flip that. Um, but I mean, if we're looking at alternatives, I've just got the league table in front. The best defense in the league so far by a million miles is Aston Villa. They've conceded twice, and that was to us when they beat us. So, you know, um, it's quite impressive. I don't think they've had the most difficult fixtures, obviously, apart from us on paper, but on the day was a different story. Um, 
I mean, I already have three Aston Villa assets, and we were planning to talk about Villa a bit later on, but we might as well do it now. Is Jay is, is is Villa not looking like just a really good FPL option in most positions? Really, you've got Grealish midfield, you've got all the defenders, and Martinez is, must be the pick of the bunch at four at four five or starting at four five keepers. Um, I've got Martinez myself, so yeah. Uh, they look it on paper and even the next two fixtures coming up Leeds at home Southampton at home I know Leeds usually score they didn't last night but they usually do mm. um, but then even after that they, they go to Arsenal which could be tricky but then Brighton West Ham Newcastle Wolves Burnley West Brom Palace that's all up until Boxing Day like they don't face any of the real big boys until after Christmas. So there is a, a fair argument to say that Aston Villa A have turned the corner and found a little bit of balance. Um far more of a settled team, if anything. And from an FBL standpoint then yeah, like mm-hmm. why would you not have a little look at them even just looking at the selection of their players alone. Grealish is top selected by 22.8%. Oh, sorry. Martinez, 23.2%. Then Grealish, 228 And then barely anyone else is selected from them. A few people have got Nyland just as a four-point yeah, O-keeper. Right. I've um, got Steer. Same bond, really. And Davis. Uh, that Keaton Davis forward. Mm. Um, 4.4, just purely, I think, just to fill your bench. But... As you say, the defence have got three clean sheets out of four. There's there's value there to be had. And Mings and Cons are in the top five scoring defenders. Yeah, the Barkley is is now going to be the Barkley that everyone thinks Barkley is because he's the bigger fish in that pond um, rather than be a Chelsea where he was just sort of swimming along with everybody else and getting a bit lost in it all and they seem to have settled on this more, not counter-attack system, but a faster-paced mm. attacking system rather than lumping it to Wesley, who they had last year. And even when they had Samata, it was sort of yeah. lumping up to Samata and see if he can do something. Where they seem to be getting it down on the deck a bit more and, and building from the back and, and playing. So maybe... That is the, the differentials that people are going to look at. I myself have got Martinez and I've not really thought about getting a Villa defender in until mm. you, we've spoke about it now, but I'm not sure how the, the full-backs are doing for for points, but if you do want to pick up the likes of Mings 5.1, if we compare that to Trent, then you're going to save yourself 2.4 million. So. Yeah. Well, Collins looks like the other one and he's 4.6, so... <laughs> He's picked up 28 Mings 30, so it's already doubled the points that you got from Trent. So common sense says, yeah, go for it. Targus is the left back, isn't he? Yeah, and Cash is the right He's got 17 points at 4.5. Cash, 18 points at 5 million. So if you are just looking at value, then maybe you go for Target just to save yourself half a mil. Yeah. Um, But yeah, like... it's certainly an area that people probably aren't shopping in, but if you do listen to us and maybe take a bit of advice, Villa are going to get beat free now by Leeds at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But yeah, it's true. But yeah, I, it, it it does make sense, and it they've sort of just snuck the way up um, the league, and you know that they can go top on Friday, which. Be nice, you know, knock the F off for a few hours. Yeah, it's very true. I mean, Sai, we had we had the pod last week and we we were discussing them as options and we bigged up Barkley who got the winner in the last minute. Um I mean it's strange it's strange. A being at Aston Villa considering the season they had last year, and B that we're talking about Ross Barkley, considering he was at Everton as I think most people would say is a failed talent at Everton. Got the move to Chelsea where I think most people are like, you're probably not going to start there. I don't know why you go. Well, I know why you're going there because you get money, obviously, but it seemed like a wrong move. And now 
Aston Villa with Barkley have, have, have seemed to have found a, a really settled midfield, Simon. And Barkley seems to be the attacking one of that and, and is a good option. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's that when we, were, we spoke about him last week and what I kind of said was he was one I was I wanted to see him play just one or two more to see if he'd be in that more advanced row, which it seems to be that he is. He's he was playing I think he was playing as a number ten and against us he was playing kind of on the right of a front three. So he does seem very advanced. Um we know the ability that he has. Uh we've seen it from him in the past what it's been a while now, but we obviously went through I think it was thirteen fourteen that he had some big re- Turns in 14, 15, or maybe it was even 12, 12, 13, but he can do quite well. And for 5.9, I think he's a really good option. Um, Grealish is who I have. I got him in last week. Um, and unfortunately, he didn't score, but I think he's kind of the, I guess he's kind of the heartbeat of that team. And you think that most weeks, yes, the fulcrum, <laughs> the engine. Whenever you want to call him the talisman, you know, he is the kind of, I think he's definitely worth it. He's not that expensive either. And then, um, as you've both mentioned, there's a lot, there's definitely a lot of uh, 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 options at the back. I mean, I think you could pretty much pick up any of their back four and be pretty happy with them. I'd say right now, Cash is probably the worst pick based on he's five million and he hasn't returned much, but um, he did quite well attacking wise last year so he does have assists in his locker so he could come into contention but I do really like the look of of Kanza 4.6 I'd say if I was bringing one he'd probably be who I'd get um, unfortunately I don't have Martinez I have Johnston instead who Beautiful. managed to match him this week but I don't <laughs> imagine that's going to ever be the case again <laughs> so I'm I'm tempted in a way at some point, maybe even this week or next week before Martinez is like way too expensive, I might just take a hit and just bring him in. Mm. I think he'll, I think he'll make that up pretty soon. And he seems to be this year's Pope. I think you know he's just the Pope was four point five last year, and he just went on a insane run, and he was about five point five, I think, or something. By yeah. By the end, I can see Martin has been that type, especially as we've mentioned, they have a really nice fixer run until Boxing Day. So he's he probably is the one just to throw in. I think now if you're looking to get some Aston Villa, but then yeah, there's there's so many options for Villa. It's so we <laughs> they're all so cheap. So it's pretty you can pretty much bring in anyone. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of gutted I have their second choice keeper. Just what I usually do is have the first choice and second choice in case he gets injured and you don't have a, a problem on your hands. But I'm kind of annoyed because if I, if I was to get, we mentioned the Trent thing, but I've got other defenders I need to swap around, to be honest. So if I had another spot, um, I'd, I'd probably double up on Aston Villa goalkeeper defence, to be honest, which seems like a good option now. Um um, but I'm not. I'm not using a transfer on a backup goalkeeper. Um, but we'll move off Villa because I think most people will be questioning who to bring in from there. Because I'm not sure loads of people have them. But uh, Jay, we'll move on to Chelsea, and and you seem to be a beneficiary of Chelsea this week. Yeah. Um. Long, long wait. So four or five weeks of fancy football, but it felt like a long wait. That Vane has finally boomed. Um. And that was purely because I couldn't be arsed doing a minus four. So I had Sterling and brought Mane back. In hindsight, Sterling outscored Mane this week, um, 11 to 6, I think it was, because Mane got a yellow card and was robbed of an assist. But we weren't going to touch on the derby, so we'll gloss over that. Um, and I didn't want to take a minus, so I, I left my front line as Calvert-Lewin scored, Ing scored and Werner bag two. And... I just fancied him for the captaincy. Um, looking at what else I've got in my team, um, the only other option was Mane, really, because I was never going to captain Calvert-Lewin or James mm. Rodriguez because they were playing us. And Ings, he 
tends to just score ones. That's who he our captain. <laughs> he, he, I mean, he gets goals, but it tends to be in ones unless yeah. he gets the odd penalty. Um, so I, I, for some reason, I just fancy Werner, and lo and behold, paid off. Got thirty-two points returned from him, which was was handsome. Um, and I forgot that I had Kai Havertz in my team, and he got a goal, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, he got a goal and played the ninety minutes, but. Uh, I have binned them off in the transfer for this week, which we'll get to later on. Um, so finally, Chelsea have returned. But I think if we are going to speak about Chelsea, and if anyone's got any common sense, you're, you're not using any of their defenders or a goalkeeper. I don't even know who played at the weekend. <laughs> was it was it Kepa? Who was Kepa? I've not got a clue because as he's, I said, he's screwed. The pod, he's, well, Zuma and him screwed up for one of the goals, of course. All right, I watched the derby and then I was that pissed off. I've got on a football ban until tomorrow, um, until we play again because I've spat my dummy out and don't want to watch any football. Um, mm. Chelsea, while we're on the option uh, of them, they got United away this weekend. Mm-hmm. Now I'm leaving Werner in because it just. Gives me, that, Harry Maguire. <laughs> gives me that feeling that United associates at the back that he's probably going to get a couple. Um, and that game, given how United defend, given how Chelsea defend, could end up 4-4. So, yeah, so you can't I've, wait for that 0-0, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I took Havertz out and mm-hmm. I'm not sure how any of the rest of their team are doing really. Um, I don't think they're doing very well at all. Not great. <laughs> uh, no. But Simon, did you you kept Werner as well? In the end, I did. Yeah. Yeah. So... Even despite we talked about him, I was almost one of those weird things where I was either tempted to get rid of him or captain him. Almost, I wasn't really sure. And in the end, I just held on to him and I captain. I I didn't put Darmand on him. I captained there. Uh, Kane, but they both ended up scoring the same point, so it didn't make much odds. Yeah. But um, right yeah, yeah, my front line did very well yeah. for once. Yeah, they all scored. I think it's the first time that's happened. Well, my suppose... defense got three points, so it's okay. But yeah, yeah lovely. Um, <laughs> well, I suppose it's a question for both of you. Then, obviously, you were both tempted to get rid of Werner. Um, I think Jay, you just said you'd obviously keep him for the United game. Which is obviously the right decision, but it, does this ease the long term doubts on, on, on you both? Because it's still, I think he's nine three now, but it's still a lot of money, and we'll we'll get onto it on my transfers, and we'll talk about Wolves in a sec. But you mentioned Ings, there's Jimenez from from Wolves, um, DCL, uh, and other options that aren't in my team. <laughs> but uh, obviously, Werner's a lot of money. It, 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 is the are the doubts still there, or is it week by week basis? Yeah, I'd say it's a week by week. I don't think I'd buy him still. I think I'm gonna probably hold him for maybe one or two more matches and see. But he's probably quite high up on my mm. list to sell. Yeah. I'm thinking about maybe Aguero or something. Yeah, possibly for him. Um, I already have Kane, but if you think he's probably one that you need to kind of own now i think there's just a lot more options to buy over him but um it was always a fixture that he was going to do well in i think i mean even though i did want to get rid of him that was more based on his past but when you when i looked at that fixture i thought okay actually maybe that's a fixture that's made for him so i don't know if if that's why he did well or, or if he's actually can now Use that match to move on, and obviously he was he played more in the middle as well, so that's kind of better for him. So it could be if you uh, if you do own him, I probably would hold him for one or two more and just see if he is going to maintain this form. I think he's quite a patchy player, isn't he? Like he normally does well mm. in in a bunch, so you'd expect maybe he can. That's something that we'll see from him, but um, I don't. I think like he played particularly well though. I mean, I'm not, you know, I think it's still early with him, but they're just a very strange team. Um, yeah. They still haven't really 
clicked, yeah. And the fixtures are pretty decent as well. I mean, United, yeah, they're United, nice enough, yeah. United away, I mean, the, their defence is, is bad. Yeah. Well, no. is it as bad as Chelsea's? Yeah, I'd say United. Yes. Is, I'd say United is better on paper. Papers. Yeah. Paper. You don't play football on paper. Um, no. They've got a better goalkeeper, even though De Gea has been space jam, but he's still better than Kepa. <laughs> 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 um, uh, Burnley away. We we kind of touch uh, briefly on their on their struggles when we were talking about results. Sheffield United have started the season terribly. Newcastle will either. Surprise result or lose by four. There is simply no middle ground. Um, so yeah, there should be there should be goals in them in them fixtures for Chelsea. So yeah, I, I kind of agree with you there. So I wouldn't bring Verder in, even though I looked at it myself. But I've gone somewhere different at the end of transfers. Oh, oh, yeah. I was looking at it. Sneaky. I was looking at yes. it. Um, the other weird thing about them is that he's intent on playing. Mount in the front three as well, so it's I don't know what's happening at Chelsea. I don't think he's really. I don't think Frank is really picking the right team or or mm. putting them in the right spot. So there well, is Pulisic potential started, to didn't move he? up. So, was yeah, it, but he played very deep though. He was kind of he, he was on the he was right, on the right. Yeah, yeah. So it's not the right spot for it. I think like he should be on the left, and Saj will be on the right, I presume, when he comes in. Yeah. The team. But, but then I, I he doesn't seem to want to drop mine, so yeah. It's one weird because what was ZX obviously I think he's twenty seven, twenty eight, he's coming from the Dutch league. Yeah. Is he is he gonna is he a ready out start? I mean Mount I think Mount's quite a good player, to be honest, and he seems to be I like Mount, yeah. So, uh, I'm not saying buying him FPL, but no, maybe maybe but I'm not I'm not, I'm not sure he's those. been Played in the right spot though. I don't yeah, think he I should be he... in the front three like that. He should be. No, maybe... yeah, yeah. I think he's an eight in midfield yeah. rather than a winger, isn't he? Um, but yeah, yeah, so that's one as well, just to kind of see if they click in terms of picking the right team. But that's the thing that's been mentioned before with them is they bought kind of quite a mismatch of, even though they bought very good players, um, Havertz and like these are all like really top players. I don't know if they already fit in the same. Style, so it'd be interesting if he mixes and matches, or if he's going to actually have a starting front three that we'll see emerge. Mm. So it'd be just one to, to kind of to watch out for. But Havertz as well is one I think to yeah, watch. He looks promising. Yeah. Well, the, Chelsea play Sevilla tonight, so maybe keep an eye on that. Or Tuesday, if you're listening to this, obviously later in the week. Um, so that that'll be interesting. But we'll move off Chelsea because defense is crap. Attack looks promising. That's probably been the story all season. Uh, but there were missing Thiago Silva, if I remember correctly, so he might add some... Well, <laughs> he might not be as bad as the <laughs> terrible defenders. He, he ain't uh, had the pace, put it that way. Yeah, he's not, but he's like not as bad as Zuma and Christiansen. <laughs> uh, or Kepa. He could probably do a better job in goal. Um, we'll move on to Wolves, and I'm sure most people have had him and Ed's weather last year or this year, and, and Pedence has obviously been... A good option on paper. Um, they did win and and beat Leeds on on Monday night. But yeah, I know you've not watched it. I didn't. I didn't watch the game last night because I just simply couldn't be asked. Um, but Wolves have had a a weird start to the season. They're not starting Adama, whether that's through injury because I know he's done his shoulder a couple of times. Um, Neto Wait, and Pedence. Yeah. Weights. Yeah, yeah. It seems to be Neto and Pedence at the minute. And Jimenez, let's have a look at his returns. He's he's returned in three games, but the other games he's had zero and two. So it, Jimenez is obviously still a good option, but he should have got sent off last night, which would have changed the entire narrative of this conversation. Um, what's the deal with Wolves? Because, I mean, is it just simply Jimenez or bust? I don't know, because when they win, they win and keep clean sheets. And when they lose, they get hammered. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I've got Semedo, um, purely because they brought him in at a big fee. He's there to replace Doherty. I saw him put two and two together and both it made four, um, with the fact that they play the same sort of system and he'd be bombing on down the right and getting assists. But as of yet, he's not. Um, his only return has been on a clean sheet. So, 
yeah, I suppose it is Jimenez or bust if if you're going from the attacking point of view from the defence. Um a few people have got Sice, a couple have got maybe got Cody. Um I've I say I've got Semedo. Um what's the other lad who plays on the left hand side? Who sorry? Markal. Markal, yes. Um but then there is a debate that he might not stay there on the left wing position because mm-hmm. he's naturally a left centre back, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the they're just a bit of a weird setup at the moment, and yeah, maybe it is him and his old bust. And I think the prices sources suggest that because he's eight point five, Traore six point four, and then it's five point six onwards down. Um, is this Kilman going to be a, a stalemate in the team? He he seems to have nailed down a position the last few weeks, but then. Is that is that where he stays? I, I don't know. Because um, Johnny's out as well, isn't he? So I think mm-hmm. that's where you're probably maybe looking to show up that left-hand side. It's just all a bit odd. Um, too much Portugal and not enough explanation is probably how I can mm-hmm. nail it down. But the, the fixtures next two games, Newcastle at home, Palace at home, you'd like to think Wolves being Wolves would get probably two wins out of two there but then it could easily be two draws or a win that loss it's the way they are you just really don't know well we so would have think... said the same about West Ham got beat 4-0 yeah. <laughs> if, if you're going to put your neck on the line if you've not got Jimenez and you're looking to move off the likes of Werner you are going to save yourself I think it's, it's 0.8 million at the moment because Werner's 9.3 Jimenez is 8.5 he might sneak up to 8.6 in the price rises this week because He's the only one sort of getting any return for Wolves. Um, so if you are going to look at switching, I'd, I'd probably suggest getting it done within the next 24 hours. Um, but as the rest of it looks, I think it's a gamble. Like I've got Semedo, 1.9% of players have got him. Um, 158 I've got Sice because he's slightly mm-hmm. cheaper. Um, Highest scoring defender, Roman, Roman Sice. I don't know how. I think he scored once he's done. He scored, he scored a goal in the first. He should have game. had one last night as well, to be fair. I, was from it, what I think I've read he was on given that. offside, wasn't it? it yeah. To be um, but yeah, Kilman's on 21 and he's 4 million. So maybe you'll see a hike in his ownership over the next week, given yeah. Connor Cody's interview last night. He was pleasantly surprised that he was getting them in the match and it wasn't him. <laughs> if anyone wants a little bit of social media yeah. entertainment, but in the long and short of it, Wolves very unpredictable. FPL, Jimenez or or bust, I'd say. Yeah, and keeping clean sheet. I mean, one of them's against Fulham, which doesn't count. And Sheffield United. Yeah, and and Leeds last night. Le- Leeds are funny. Like, obviously, they've started the season quite well from a performance stand- standpoint. But their main goal goal threat is still Patrick Bamford, who obviously had the mad run at the start, but is still Patrick Bamford. Yeah, and if you if you look beyond what Wolves have got after Palace, Newcastle and Palace, it, it ain't pretty until the end of December. They've, mm. and they've they got do, they do struggle against bad teams as well. Yeah, but they, they've got to go to Leicester, go to Arsenal, go to Liverpool, go to United. Like mm. you'd probably say they ain't keeping a clean sheet in many of them games, given what those teams have got attacking wise. Yeah, um, they also host Chelsea as well and Spurs in that run. So maybe not yeah. jump on, but if you've got Sykes or whoever, just keep them for the next two and then reassess. Yeah, or maybe if you do want a little look at a small gain and get a Wolves defender and even Kilman, maybe for two games and bench him. Because he's a four million pound option, he ain't gonna go if you've anywhere. Got, if you've got Ferguson or yeah Mitchell or whatever, it might be an option. Yeah, if you are gonna, if maybe if you if you're using a wild card or something and you want to get a few wholesale changes, then that that's probably an option that you could be suggesting. Yeah, yeah, I might do Kilman next week uh, for Ferguson. 
might be an option. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to take a, another minus for him. No, no. Be, be stupid to yeah. to make a minus on a Wolves defender. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And a four mil Wolves defender at that, who probably won't start if I buy him. Um, Simon, we'll move off Wolves because it's not that interesting, and we'll, we'll go straight on to Spurs. Um, they are really a team in the Chelsea Man United, well, maybe not Man United, but more in the Chelsea mode where the attack is clicking beautifully. Oh, well, it's even better than, it's much better than the Chelsea attack, let's be honest. It, it's clicking really well up there. Um, but the defence is just an absolute <laughs> dumpster fire. Like, you you look at the attack, we, we, we talked about Kane and Son last week, and there's not really much to add there. They're just still, they're still returning, they're still banging. Um, Bale obviously came back, should have scored a goal. Looked quite promising, considering I don't think he's played for a year or so. Uh, not for Madrid, he might have played for Wales. Um, but uh, if it wasn't for that for that defence, I mean, Spurs could be, I think at half-time, as people say, me included, going, these could be title contenders. And then West Ham did that. But if Spurs get another defender in January... That could be a team transform because Reguilon becomes an option. He got an assist. Looks very good. Aurier is playing right back quite well again, which is weird to say, but he's playing. And I think he's gone down in price. I think he's like 5-2 when he started at 5-5, five, five. Um, which I will confirm in a roly more. He is 5-2. Um, only has 13 points, but I think I don't think he started all the games, which is impressive. But the, the centre-backs and... and just a bit of a mess. So, what what do you make of Spurs? I mean, feel free to wax lyrical about Kane and Son, but is it simply them two? Yeah, well, definitely. I think you need at least one of Kane or Son. I do think, as I said last week, Kane is definitely the better of the two picks. Obviously, he's more expensive, but we're starting to see his his um, his. Assists output is pretty crazy. It's not something that we've that he's ever really done before. So, and we talked about if Bale would make that better, and he was actually the one who made the assist for Bale's um, chance that he probably should have scored, but he did very well to make that to make the chance in the first spot. So, I mean, and at that point they were three 0 up, so it's kind of didn't seem like it would really come back to bite them, but obviously. It did, um, but kind of their defense is tempting, but it seems like a little bit of a trap. I mean, I am currently still stuck with Eric Dyer in my team, and he's and he's injured now, so that's even worse. He's not even on the pitch anymore. But Aurier is also tempting, but I mean, is he gonna be nailed on? Yeah. It's kind of a little risky. I mean, he is playing well, but they obviously bought Doherty for a reason. I know he's been pretty bad, actually, for them when from the first few matches. But, I mean, their defence as a whole, it is. It's just a bit of a, tr- it's just a train wreck. And I think I would I'd be the same as you, where half-time I thought they actually could challenge for the title. But I think they're probably realistically more just going to be top four. Um, I just don't think with their defence they can win the title, although no one in, at the top is really defending well. So, I mean, it is a pretty hectic year that it's possible that a team like Spurs could challenge. You know, I just think the way things are, um, it's possible. But, I mean, they do have enough up front. But, um, it's still very early to kind of start speaking about that. I think San for his price is very interesting and I'm trying to figure out a way how to bring him into my team at the moment um, Bale I think I'm still not sure if he's a good FPL pick or not, he's probably maybe he needs a little bit of time under his belt but we saw a little bit from him in the match but Bale costs me- more than Son, what the yeah, what? That's yeah so definitely he'd be, Damn, definitely man. be gone for Son unless you want all three which is something that I did mention Last week, um, yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> if you if you really want to, you could go for all three. Maybe against think, Fulham. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you're pretty much talking three fi- three fixtures. I mean, I'd be looking 
my personal plan, if I can figure out a way to get Son into my team, I'd probably just hold him and Kane for the next three, and then I'd move on one of them, depending on where I wanted to move to. But I think for the next three, you definitely need at least one of them, and I, I'm probably going to captain Kane every week for the next three matches, um, just with the form that he's in. I just think, I think he's the best FPL pick at the moment, and he's miles is he mm. fairly far ahead of everyone else? He's on something mad, isn't he? He's on sixty, 60 points, which is yeah. yeah. So he's nearly twenty points ahead of anyone else. I know Son's Son is 58. on fifty-eight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, okay. Yeah. Get Son and Kane in. Point Son has. Holy shit. 9.3, yeah, that's yeah. madness. Absolute madness. Salah's in third place. Yeah. Mm. Which is promising for us. Um, Jay, you obviously went on last week's pod where we kind of discussed the, the Spurs assets. Um, do, do you have them? Have you moved on to them yet? Nah, go on. I'll, I'll admit it, yeah, they've moved on. Uh, I've got Son anyway. Mm. Um, so what, while we're on the while we're on the topic, I'll just touch on what transfers I did do. I think I done two this week. Um, so let's have a little look. I got rid of Havertz and brought in Son, who would go straight into my starting lineup. And then to do that, I had to. Um, Shuffle around some money. So we had Brownhill from Burnley on my bench at 4.5. Mm. And I brought in Dale Stevens from Burnley at 4, 4 million option. Just basically a player who's just going to sit on the bench. Um, Fair enough. I, I should probably have looked around and maybe got someone who might actually feature if one of my lads doesn't. Um, yeah, he might get three points. <laughs> yeah, but I've got, as it stands, my midfield is Mane, Foden, Son and Rodriguez. And Foden's probably going to start getting pulled out the Man City team soon. Yeah, Foden's the next dish. I think, so, I think Stevens is all right. I think Foden you might just have to look at. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm kind of torn between how long do we keep Teen up, Werner? And then mm. once he goes, I can probably... Rearrange that midfield slot in my forward line. Um, so, yeah, and as we touched on at the start of the pod, Trent, if Trent goes, then that probably frees up a couple of million as well. Um, so, mm, I've got I've got a bit of work to do, but with what I've got, I'm sort of just like, trying to keep up with the Joneses by having Son. Um, and then probably should have Kane as well, but I can't get him Kane's, in, and I'm not. Yeah, he's a lot harder. I'm not doing a minus eight, so yeah. yeah, I've done a minus four just to get these two in. Um, well, I mean, just to get Son in, so he he certainly best score this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I've got I've got Son in as well. I'm just Kane's price is just going to keep going up, but uh, I'd have to. It, it's going to go up until the point of. When he gets that ankle injury, yeah, because it's coming. I know, but it's the first time he's had a break in like two years, and I think we're seeing the results of that really. Yeah, but he is—he's being flogged, isn't he? He's gonna—he is—he's gonna play midweek weekend on are they in the Europa League already this year? Yeah, I'm not sure what their group is. Let me. Well, I'm sure it'll be someone easy like the milkman of Kazakhstan and whoever else they can muster up in, in that sort of thing. Lask. Lask, that team, yeah. They're a decent team, though, aren't they? I, I think, didn't United batter them, like, 8-0 on aggregate or something? Yeah, but I... Austrian football is not the greatest, but I think... So they've got... Uh, Antwerp and Ludogorets. Antwerp so... Antwerp, Belgium, is it? Yeah, yeah. Ludogorets. Is that from Bulgaria? The top. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was torn between Bulgaria and Hungary, but Ferenc Baros is. Uh, they're in the Champions Hungary. League. No, they're in the I know, yeah. <laughs> they're playing Barcelona tonight, so yeah. that could be a cricket score. Um, yeah, so maybe in, in on paper, Tottenham might just use Kane for the home games and not take him away. And well, they've got. Just that, home. They've got um... 
Vinicius. Vinicius, yeah. So they, they don't need, well, they might need him. They might need to take him, but they might need to might might not need to play him in the Europa League. Yeah, I mean, common sense would suggest if you win your home three home games, nine points, you yeah. you probably only need a draw yeah, on the road. I mean, there are what they they put like ten past Maccabee Haifa or something in the qualifying round. So yeah, and it 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 doesn't really matter. Because when you go into the next round, you just get the dropouts in the Champions League anyway. Yeah. It doesn't really get competitive until like the last sixteen, the yeah, Europa exactly. League. Exactly. Yeah. Um, you just you want to so, finish. They should finish top of that group, like without Kane, Son, anyone really. Yeah. So so maybe there is an argument to say that he he may stay fitter for longer, but it will come eventually. It happens every year. He does break down. Yeah, I mean, I've got him on fan tracks. I'm tempted to figure out, or not this week, because I'd be on like a minus 25 or something, um, which isn't even possible, but I'd figure it so out. So is this you now going to reveal your transfers to us? Um, what time will? What other right teams we got? Well, the next one was Man City, but that, that link into my transfer. But I will do my transfers. I'll do my transfer. So... Um, I've tinkered around with my team, obviously. Uh, Pereira from West Brom, he's gone. Brought in Sterling. And I kind of regret <laughs> I regret this now. Uh, I should have waited for the pod. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I forgot the pod was on. I should always save it for the pod. Um, and then I got rid of Jimenez for Brewster to afford that. But I wanted Man City players, and Wolves are just... This is boring, and... I've got Pedence, which is the same, which is the same as him and his. Him and his hat trick yeah. this weekend, people. Yeah. Get, you, get yeah. your money on it. Yeah, I so, think it, I, I think if you have Ings and him and his, you definitely don't need both. They're kind of the same. They just score one goal. Yeah, I mean we've de- I've got DCL and Ings and yeah, Brewster. He'll probably <laughs> Brewster will probably score against us, but he won't be playing for me. Uh, so. Yeah, it's just the way it is. Like. His one goal this season will probably be against us. <laughs> it's just how football works, isn't it? But no, he'll he'll score against the Ev. Possibly, possibly. Well, I think I think with Man City, I think Sterling's probably a safer option than De Bruyne at the minute with his injury problems and international football's coming back in a few weeks as well. So yeah, De Bruyne might get re-injured or something. But Sterling, well, hmm. With, I think I think Sterling with Aguero back, Sterling's a lot better when he's not up front. Yeah, Pep said that. Um, Pep said Jesus, De Bruyne, and Laporte are expected back in the next weeks. So whatever you th- mm. make that as being, I don't know. So that might be a, a while. Yeah. Might, I I I doubt he'll be back next That'll week. Be... I think. They're getting injected to play us. They've made the trip to Spain for horse placenta and steroids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll all be injected, they'll play against us, and two of them will break down within a week later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, normally how it works with Pep. It's true, it's true. But, I mean, whilst we're on the d- discussion of Man City, Simon, is, is their defence... Any more tempting now that the I don't know they seem to have I don't know they played like a weird formation against Arsenal, but they should have conceded a, a couple against Arsenal. But on paper, now that Van Dyke's out, they probably have the best defense in the league. But they don't play like that. <laughs> yeah, it's weird, isn't it? They mm. they definitely got lucky against Arsenal. Diaz looks good. Um, I think he was definitely um, one to one one to watch, but I think once Laporte's back, and I think they will be a very good pair. Um, and then it's Cancelo and um, Ake could play left. Like I don't know who's going to play left back when yeah. they're all when they're all fit. I mean, Mendy's injured. You said again. Zinchenko's out as well. Zin- man. Chanko's injured, isn't he? And so, mm-hmm. I mean, Ike is not great left back, but they've always been able to have one or two 
not so great defenders at the back and still keep plenty of clean sheets. So I don't think it would be much of a, you know, like they just are mm. that, well, maybe not so much anymore, but they were that good on the ball that didn't seem to matter too much. But um, teams do seem to be looking at their defence a lot more and trying to expose than they would have been before in kind of the past. But once the port's back in, yeah, it's pretty solid and it probably is the best on paper. And um, I still just, personally, I still don't know about spending money on any of the premium defenders the way the matches have been. It just doesn't seem like, I just think you're better trying to just get all your money into midfield and attack. So I pr- I personally probably would just be looking at more of a Sterling or or Aguero and mm. try and get all my money out of my back line. Yeah, when I was doing mine, I was tempted by Diaz just because I think he's, he's locked in. Laporte obviously has the injury issues, so Diaz will, will play every game if Laporte is. Yeah. And he seems to be good in or all right in the air, so you'd imagine. Yeah, he looked decent, didn't he? Yeah, yeah imagine he'll be a threat at set pieces at some point. Um, so yeah, I'd maybe go for him if you are looking at a city defender. Cause I was looking at Cancelo as well, but Pep is bald and will take him out. <laughs> um, and no, nobody wants Walker in the team. That's one of the many things Pep is. I yeah. suppose that's the nicest thing you can say about him. It is. It really is. But, Jay, uh, I mean, Man City, they've not started the season off, like, in explosive fashion. But is it is it a matter of time, though, that, that, now that Aguero's back? As Simon said, Jesus is on his way, is on his way back. Uh, if K, KDB settles again, are, are we kind of waiting for the explosion? Or is it is it a long-term thing? Because you mentioned your problem with Foden. Yeah, will the will anyone get back to what they they know? But I don't know. Maybe after Christmas, you might see things settle down. But I think they've tried to squeeze as much into the first half of the season that I don't think anyone's going to get into a, a real rhythm that we know of. Um, there will be freak results. We've had one at Villa and. City have had one against Leicester, which you wouldn't have predicted at any stage. Um, but yeah, when, when they do get players back, then then they will possibly become more of a threat. But Pepe and Pep will flog players, and he he pushes them that much that I think mentally he's probably broke a few. And if this isn't Pep's last season with City, then I think it be the last season for some players and if they're mentally tired and it's a lot of pressure then I think it, it, it will start to show once Aguero comes back it could be a different ball game in terms of FPL terms because they well when he does play they just tend to score four and five um, and then that might as you say unleash Sterling as an FPL asset because I had them for one week uh, when Mane had his quarantine period and then dropped them when arguably I should have kept them. Um, but being a Liverpool fan, I wanted money in. Um, I've not really looked at their defence because you just always expect them not to keep a clean sheet because they've always been so fragile at the back. But if Diaz is the cheaper of the option, then maybe, as you say, he is. You can't trust Kyle Walker. You can't touch Mendy. Um, Zinchenko is in and out. Cancelo in and out. So it probably would be Laporte or Diaz if you was going to put your money on a, on a City defender. But other than that, it's the obvious Sterling, De Bruyne or Aguero because you can't predict what Pep's going to do. And even then, he, he, he drops them at random times. So I think it's just if, you, if you're going to go with it, it's just something that you go with. And I think football tribalism probably comes into it. Like Mark Roberts doesn't have Everton or United players. And when City players are doing well, I'll put them in. But otherwise, I don't really go with City players. And that's just football tribalism. I'll rather have 
Mane or Salah over Sterling and Aguero. That's just personal preference, but I suppose that that's why I don't win the game, <laughs> win the game, win the league. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just, I just loaded up um, sofa score, um, which do average positions on the on the City game, and just to kind of confirm it, it, it it's kind of, it's kind of a back three, but Aki is playing more left back than than left centre back, but and there doesn't seem and Foden seems to be. Foden's highest up, and he's most on the left, so I don't know if he's meant to be playing left wing back, but it doesn't look like he is. Um, but Cancelo was playing pretty much just a smidge behind Mahrez, so... Without if, knowing what you're looking at, I would guess it's just a I'll, muddle, all in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, there's Like, spread across, like, the middle third of the pitch. Yeah, there's Diaz-Walker at furthest back, and then it's just a clump. And Aki's on the left. <laughs> so Aki looks like he's playing left-back and left-centre-back at the same time. Now, I hope they do that when they play us. Well, But true. then Pep and Pep always decides he's trying to be too clever and come yeah. up with some sort of other formation. But He'll play Fernandinho, Rodri, Gundogan and 12 other midfielders. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, that'd be nice if they played that against yeah. us. Cause but long-term... That, that'd be fun. Yeah, if long term though, if Cancelo gets a run as a right wing back, it, it could be could be one to look at. But as we say, Pep being Pep. Um, but we're near about an hour now. Um, any other teams you want to br- bring up? We had a couple more. I mean, United were there. Palace have good fixtures, but yeah, it's Roy Hodgson. <laughs> uh, but just looking ahead, at, well, this weekend's sort of fixtures and who you might pick out to be a star player. Maybe if we just go through every game or each team and maybe pick out a player and go from yeah. there if we if yeah, we can. So, sort of a little bit of a new thing. I've been thinking about this because I've not been on the pod as of properly this you're season. Wow, critiquing it, I like it. Yeah, <laughs> just something, something we can sort of mix it up, you know. He, ho- he, hosts, he hosts one podcast and he comes, <laughs> he comes at me with his bullshit. He's <laughs> one big score in fantasy football. Comes uh, in, throws uh, big so score around. We'll do it to please Prima Donnage. <laughs> um, well, no, as, the resident, as the resident scout of the local uh, fan. I think I have rights. <laughs> <laughs> as host as, of the Champions League previews. Well. Yeah. Uh, but as, uh, let's look. As, we'll the, do as it, a we'll local do... scouser on AI, because there's, <laughs> there's only a few of us that do it now. Um, so, yeah, go go on. I'll, I'll, I'll take the reins for this short one. Oh, um, you, sure, you sure? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? We'll, we'll go through the fixtures as they as they appear on FPL and so in, in time order across the weekend. So... Aston Villa and Leeds, if we'll take a player from each team from both of us, well, from all of us, um, we'll start with you, Sai. I'll go for Grealish and uh, Ailing. Cool. Guy? Uh, Come on, hosting. It's a Friday night game. We've got to let the people know this, Jay. Come on. Oh, (laughs) come on. Should I also let them know that it's fourteen pound ninety five on BT oh, box oh office? God. Oh God, no! Unless, unless they're paying us to advertise it, then no. <laughs> there's something. There's some things that you don't want to know. No, yeah, Jay might have his own sponsorships under the table. Um, <laughs> but I'll say Conza and oh God, Leeds. Um, I'll say Bamford. Why not? Um. He didn't play last night, but I'm I'm sort of waiting for Pablo Hernandez for Leeds to to spark into life. If he if he comes to life, and I'm going to rob last week's suggestion of Barkley from Villa. Mm. Pablo Hernandez, it's good. Mm. Uh, okay, so moving on to Saturday, twelve thirty kickoff early. BT Sports, if you're interested. West Ham host Man City. Now, <laughs> which West Ham are you going to get? Pick a player. <laughs> from, pick a player from that one, guy. <laughs> Uh, it's got to be Antonio, really, hasn't it? Um, Love a child. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick. I'll pick Sterling, but seeing as I've picked him, it won't. He, he'll be shit. <laughs> and I'll go. Ooh. 
Yarmolenko from West Ham. I don't know if he's <laughs> playing or not. He's not even playing, but I like it. He right. came off the bench. Did he? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. Um, and Mares, I think it, it's he always has these weird games where he just pops up and has a mad one. And I, I've got a funny feeling it could be this week. So, Simon? And I go for Cresswell and Aguero. Ah. Is and Aguero it's... back now, yeah? Yeah, yeah, he yeah. played last week. Yeah. I also just want to throw a quick shout out to Guy and say, aren't you, aren't you happy that you didn't bring Mahrez in? <laughs> well, do you remember you were going to bring him in? I was, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that was a good call. It was. I can't even remember who I was going to take out, but yeah. I think you were taking a minus twelve or something. It would have been. I think it was eight. I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was like Pereira I was getting or something. Yeah. Right, we'll fly through this one. Uh, yeah. If you can. If you can manage to pick a player, pick one player from this game. Fulham versus Crystal Palace, three o'clock start. BT box office. Wow, that's not BT box office in any team of the way. But if you can pick one player from that game, yeah, Mitrovic and Batshuayi. Like Luck- Luckman and Mamadou because he's on my team. <laughs> <I> got- <laughs> what? Oh, hold on a minute. <laughs> yes, I got him ages ago. Yeah. I would Good. just go Mitrovic because I don't know what powers I've got. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as opposed to <laughs> the, gla- the glamour fixture of the weekend in terms of on paper. Uh, Man United versus Chelsea on 5.30 Sky Sports on Saturday. The precursor to the big one on Saturday night, which is us against Sheffield United. So I'll do all four there. If you throw it to you guys, just pick one from each and we'll we'll fly through these pretty quick mm-hmm. Bruno is easy because he's United's only good player um, oh god Jorginho because they'll get a penalty um, Moore and Brewster nice Sai uh, go for R- Rashford Werner I'm going to go for Trent probably because we're all going to sell him and he's going to end up scoring a free kick uh, and oof, I guess Ramsdale's for save points, maybe. Yeah, I would. I'd say Rashford myself, Fener, uh, Mane, because he's in my team. Uh, maybe go with Brewster if he gets off the bench, but I don't see Sheffield United posing anything at the weekend. If I'm <laughs> honest. Uh, all right, then quickly on to Sunday. Uh, start the day two o'clock. Southampton versus top of the table Everton. Well, maybe if Aston, maybe not if Aston Villa win. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Um, is it the obvious Ings and DCL? I'll say Gineppo will be different, but yeah, it, is. it really is. <laughs> yeah. Sai, I go Adams and James. Yeah, it's also becoming a bit obvious <laughs> in it with Everton. It's James or DCL. <laughs> uh, Wolves, Newcastle, and then Arsenal, Leicester at the late game. So go on, we'll we'll fly through these as a. As a foursome um, player from each, Jimenez, because what we discussed Jimenez. earlier. <laughs> uh, Newcastle, go on. This is a good. <laughs> Darlow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you might, you might actually have an injury, so maybe not him. But if he's fit, him. Um, Arsenal. Oh God. Um, yeah, let's go. Ozil. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they're defending quite well. Let's go, Gabriel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I like it. I like it. Leicester, they're injured a lot. Um, Jesus. I think Vardy's out, isn't he? So Yeah, Colo. Let's sit in here. Colo is on the coach. Colo Toure is on the coaching team. Um, Ine and Nacho, because someone's got to score a goal. Yeah, I would have Jimenez, Wilson, William, and Harvey Barnes, personally. Sai, quick. I go four. for Patricio, Wilson, Aubameyang, and Harvey Barnes. Okay, and then Monday night, if you want to enlighten your senses with a 5.30 skybox office, West Brom on again. They go to Brighton this time, yeah. and then Burnley hosts Spurs, so... If you can pick a player from them, <laughs> other three teams, and then we'll just go Son or Kane. Lamptey. 
because, yeah. It was the only Brighton player. Yeah. <laughs> Carlin Grant from West Brom. If anyone's scoring for them, it'll be him, who they just signed from Puddersfield. For a huge amount of money. Yeah, and Burnley... I mean, Spurs are still terrible at the back, so let's just say Chris Wood. And then... Yeah. Then... So, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Sorry, I imagine you're pretty similar to Johnson in there. Mope. Um, and then, I guess, Pereira and Wood and Kane. Yeah, I'd say Lamptey, Johnston for save points, Wood and Son, because I need some points. So, if anyone's listening to this and they do like this little game that we've just played, let us know. If not, we'll pin it off next week. <laughs> we'll, we'll refine it. We'll refine it. Yeah, I think it, it's good, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we, we do need to just fine-tune it. But, you know, if it's just an idea for that we could just maybe throw a player out and exactly. see how we get on. And, no, uh, not going to keep track of it. <laughs> and just before, will. <laughs> we will. We will. We will. Um, but just before we finish up, shall we finish with captain picks? Yeah, um, Mane at home for me against Sheffield United should be the obvious one. Um, the only other possible option, Werner, if he does a madness against United. But Mane is, is rebanker. It'd be a differential. Yeah. I'm similar, but I've got it on Salah um, and Son's my vice captain. All right. Um... Salah or Kane, I don't know yet. A little bit torn. I'm mm-hmm. going to wait, obviously, till after the Euro- the European matches and see if you either look sharp or injured or... But yeah, don't, probably don't, Kane. Don't say, Kane. The, don't say the I word. <laughs> I can't deal <laughs> with more transfers. Uh, yeah. Probably uh, Kane, I'd say, at a bush. I mean, I've, I've got Mamadou Sako in my team knowing he won't start. So, you know, <laughs> don't. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, that's where we'll finish up. Um, I know there's a couple, a couple plugs that I've on everything, but Jay hosted his, his first time on uh, Champions League preview, if, if you listen to this before uh, Wednesday night. Do check that out. I, I enjoyed it. We got a, re- we got a reminder who Lucina Traor is, even though it was the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, some current folk reminded me that our AI image was out to date by about 18 months. <laughs> yes. And that was my uh, fault because we do have a new one. I just forgot to... I forgot. <laughs> I forgot to check which one I was using, as it was late when I was tweeting. <laughs> yeah, but we'll be back next week also with that because, lo and behold, the Champions League is every other week now. So we play FC Michelin of Denmark. So... If you have missed the uh, preview one for Ajax, we will be back at the weekend, um, probably record Sunday, um, because the game's Tuesday, and try and get it out Sunday evening if we can. So, mm. yeah, if you, if, you are, if you are from Denmark and know anything about them, <laughs> get in touch. Get in touch with Jay. <laughs> uh, That's Jan. Yeah, go go for the big <laughs> go fish now, folks. Why not? <laughs> oh dear. Right, we'll finish up there. So thank you, you two, and thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>